Hey, welcome back to American Latin Nostalgia. My name is Cody, and I'll be your host for this cool episode. Now, as I'm speaking to you right now, it is June, which means that a bunch of kids have already left school. They're on their summer break, summer vacation. And I was thinking, did, do you remember what you did for your summer break? Did you do anything cool for um, summer vacation? Any cool plans? Like, think back to, like, elementary school, junior high, maybe high school. Like, during the summer breaks, what, what is it that you did? Like, the, the old cliche that you hear or that you see on TV is, like, in movies, is like, oh, these kids went to camp. They went to summer camp. Now, you're telling me that there is a place that kids go to for, like, weeks or months on end away from home, and they just stay there? They just, they just chill there and make new friends? I have never personally met anybody, any kid that went to camp that said, Hey, how was your summer? Oh, I went to camp. We slept in cabins and made friendship bracelets. Never in my life. Even to this day, I don't think I've heard of a place that takes kids for a couple weeks away from home. I've seen camps that are like a couple hours long and then you pick them up, but nothing like the cliches that I've, that I've seen. You know, and back then, even if I did, and if I told my parents, they would probably be like, nah, that sounds like it costs money. Stay home instead. Because also, también, uno nunca sabe. Like, I saw that episode of Mr. Belvedere where Wesley goes to camp and he finds himself in precarious situations with a camp counselor. Hey, you better get changed before Godzilla and everybody else get back. Right. Here, let me give you a hand. Don't want you to catch cold. getting goosebumps no thanks another thing I heard kids do during summer is actually go to summer school and growing up I was it was always my understanding that summer school was for <laughs> was for kids to catch up on catch up on their classes or if they're really doing very well um, they, they would get sent to summer school so of course I never went to summer school except once one year during third and fourth grade I went to summer school and I don't remember why because I wasn't failing anything but and I I just remember going in there and all I remember that we did was watch film strips like um, mouse on a motorcycle and I, I don't know why we went maybe my parents just wanted me out of the house I don't know but anyway my friend and I would go that one year to summer school and then we would walk home but by, by ourselves and then <laughs> We would, we would be like, look at that fifth grader. Just have her grandma come pick her up and walk her home. We're like eight years old and we're already walking home by ourselves. We thought we were so bad. And then, every now and then, at least in my neighborhood, kids took trips. Summer vacation. And guess what? A couple years, my family and I did go on vacation. And by vacation, I mean vacation for my parents doing what they wanted to do like driving to Mexico and we talked about that in our last episode episode 5 so listen to that if you want to know what that's like and funny enough last week I for the first time drove to Mexico but for different reasons kind of it was for vacation but like a real vacation we went to the beach and we hung out and relaxed for a little bit and then we got to go home no staying in Mexico for three months with family. Just to the beach, relax, 
and drive back home. You know, and it was it was pretty hot. It was a long drive, a really long drive. And we saw a lot of street dogs and just nothing but desert and blown out tires on the road. But, you know, once we got through all the dirt and passing slow-moving big trucks, we finally made it. It was beautiful. There was a beach and there was a pool and... We were chatting it up with the bridesmaid party. We were all having a good time and the lady started twerking on the pool bar. You know, as you do in Mexico. It was great. But that was last week. Let's get back to back in the day. So, we didn't really take vacations that often. We didn't go to camp. Didn't really go to summer school. I sure as heck was not going to stay home and like read and write for fun. Not at that age. So what did we do? Well, seeing as I was in the 90s. And mommy and daddy are both at work. We just were considered Lashki kids. Which means we just stayed we stayed home alone. And if you're asking, hey Cody, isn't that dangerous? You guys are just children. Weren't your parents afraid that you were going to burn the house down or break something? And what I'll say to you is that growing up in families such as mine, you learn early on that if you mess around, you will indeed find out. So, we dared not do anything stupid and dangerous. Um, for fear of extension cords, broom handles, shoes, and oh, my arm is hurting all of a sudden. So, for many summers during elementary school and going up to a couple years in high school, a friend that lived with us and I would stay home behind locked doors and we would watch TV and do other indoor activities. We would wake up at whatever time and make a bowl of cereal to eat while watching Sesame Street. Which explains why I have so many Sesame Street things in my head. Um, I go crazy on episode 2. So go listen to that to see what kind of stuff's in my head. But here's a different clip that I just thought of in my head. Yep, yep, yo. Yep, yep, me. Yep, yep, baby. Yep, yep, family. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we would also play a lot of Nintendo and try to pass that annoying Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Like the, the, what is it, the second level? The underwater level that gives you anxiety? Yeah. A couple years later, we would play Sega Genesis. We would play WWF Raw for just hours. There were so many cool video games back then. Like, remember when you can rent video games? I guess Redbox kind of does that now, but it's not the same. Anyways, what video games do you remember from that time? Or any time that you remember playing? I remember playing Tiny Toons on my Nintendo before my dad gave it away to my Mexican cousins without me knowing until I was there and I recognized my Nintendo that they were playing. Anyway, we would play that in Sonic for hours. Well, only a couple hours because at 11 there was another episode of Sesame Street. And yes, Teenage Me would stop playing video games to watch a second episode of Sesame Street. So, so far, it sounds like our summer vacations consisted of children's programming and video games. And are you, And if you're asking, is that it? Is that all you did? No. Because we also had this really cool thing called Domino Rally. And it was like a set of dominoes with little plastic dominoes and various tricks and stunts that would be triggered by the falling dominoes. And now it's a show on Fox called Domino Masters. But back then, we were the Domino Masters. Except we could never get the entire set to work properly. There were ramps and marbles and bridges and weights that made stuff go up and down. And it was fun when it worked. We spent 
uh, a couple hours um, and it was an exercise in patience because one domino could mess up the whole work that you've spent you know a bunch of time on um, and then there were different sets that had different tricks I had the spectacular stunt set um, with a sliding monster truck that would go down and catapults and other cool tricks um, that would only work half the time and there was like a spooky set that I wanted that glowed in the dark they had like a spider web and like skeleton spinning the fun part was setting it up and then anticipating it to go really well introducing Domino Rally spectacular stunt set more than one set show As the years went by, we then got interested in the magic of daytime talk shows. And let's talk about these talk shows for a little bit because there were some really good ones and it was a really good time in television. For me, it started with Vicky, where Vicky Lawrence from The Carol Burnett Show and uh, Mama's Family, she had a talk show from 1992 to 1994. Um, and I really enjoyed it, probably because of this episode. Finally, I would like you to meet a man who is considered ravishing and by no one more than himself. At six foot three and 252 pounds, here is Ravishing Rick Rude. <laughs> you got, now you guys are enemies, aren't you? That's why I'm sitting in the middle. Arch enemies. No problem, it's just that I have something that uh, Sting has always wanted. It's a world title and he can't have it, so maybe there's a little jealousy. Not to sound braggadocious, but I have had it three times around my life. <laughs> to have it is one thing, to keep it's another. <laughs> now just hold up, guys! And then, after Vicky, was my all-time favorite talk show at the time. Sally, or as they call it in Full House, the Sally Jesse Raphael Show. Now before we continue, let's give Sally her props, let's give her her flowers because she was one of the main shows that started the whole trash TV phenomena from like the mid 90s to the late 90s. Now we had shows like Donahue and Geraldo which came before Sally and they also had controversial shows but for the most part they were a once in a while kind of thing. Um, whereas Sally, even though she started in 1983, it was like in the in the mid 90s where she gained more notoriety and they started featuring more of these uh, controversial shows or like attention getting shows that as teenagers we were we were there for um, but then shows like Maury, Jerry Springer and Richard Bay saw this and they're like hey we can do that too and so that's what led to the explosion of combat TV or trash talk TV in the, like I said, mid-90s to, to late-90s. Now, I'm sure there's some outliers, like on the local channels. For example, in Orange County, from the early 80s, there was a show called Hot Seat with Wally George, who was doing this type of thing way before any of these guys were doing it, but it was a local show. I don't think he got much promotion outside of Orange County that I know of, but look him up. Now, I'm sure the ratings really helped Sally, but I think another reason that the show was so popular was that awesome theme song. Do you guys remember the song? Sometimes I'll remember it in the middle of like vacuuming or doing random things. And then 
I'll just in my head it'll just be like da 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 da. Like remember how in the '90s saxophones were popular? It was always fun watching the shows with the the wild teens who dressed too scantily or or who talked back to their parents on stage. As children of immigrants, we would look at each other and be like, "Boy." We love the shows about, oh, my kid dresses too wild or, or, or teens getting sent to boot camp because they're misbehaving. Talking about, I get dressed up in short skirts and I like to steal my mom's beer and drink it and I'm going to keep doing it. And then the mom's like, Sally, I just know what to do. I don't know what to do anymore. And the kid's like 10. Then Sally would tell the crowd, and Ashley says she also wants a baby. And the crowd would go, oh. We also like the Circuit Crushes show. Where there was two friends, and then one of them had a crush on the friend, and they'd known him for years, but they never really said it until they bring him on national TV, and then tell him there, and then expect the friend to be like, "Oh, okay." And then they added a makeover element to it, so they would take like this average-looking woman, put her in a dress, and change her makeup, and then they would bring out somebody from her hometown, and then she would, for the first time in her life, act cocky towards guys that she couldn't get before. <laughs> she'd be like you didn't want me in high school you can't have me now that I'm hot and you could tell she was just eating up all the attention from the crowd all the cheers and applauses then if the guys got makeovers they would just get a haircut shave and put them in a long sleeve shirt that's it I don't usually like to ask people to talk about this unless they feel that they can do it can you talk about the uh, rape can you yeah want I want me to come sit next to yeah, you yeah right, nice. I will so, tell, so, tell me what happened. Well, um, the first time that I was violated was on Halloween when I was 16, and I'd gone into my small town of Bellbuckle to pick up my little sister from trick-or-treating. Yeah, so this episode is about secret crushes. Like, the title of the episode is Secret Loves Revealed. So, why bring up this story? Like, imagine you're the poor guy that's been ready to surprise his girl with, like, flowers, and you're very excited and nervous to finally tell her that you love her. And you're backstage, and she's talking about this terrible story, and now you're just supposed to like walk up and like, hi. Why? Why would you do that to him? Sally also had episodes of reunions, like from friends or family who hadn't seen each other in decades, and then they would reunite on the show and it'd be very tearful, and so we would see their previews for those shows and we'd be like, wow. Oh. Then after Sally was Maury, who's still around today. But he, he's been around for a while. Um, and we all know Mari from... You are not the heart. <laughs> but my favorite was when he used to do the shows where people were scared of like peaches or pickles or cotton balls or mustard. Peggy is deathly afraid of cotton balls. Oh, what, 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 Peggy, it's just a picture. And then Maury, he would always be a jerk, and then he would bring out a big plate of whatever they were scared of, and the person would, like, run away to backstage crying and shaking. It was awesome. Oh, my Wait a second, Peggy! Peggy! Listen to Maury gaslighting. Where did she go? Why are you running? You know what you did. 
Around summer of junior high, I started listening to the radio and developing my music taste, which happened to land on oldies. I got real into oldies, and I mean, by oldies, I mean 50s to 70s music, particularly though with doo-wop and Motown acts like The Four Tops and Jackson 5 and, of course, The Temptations. They come and see me. They come in to see The Temptations. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. One year, my dad got us a backyard above-ground pool, and so we would go in it and play like midday and have so much fun out in the sun. It was big and blue and we had a cover for it so the leaves wouldn't get inside. And so when it was time to go in, we just plug in the filter and bam, hours of fun. Um, we'd be in there playing and like having competitions and just passing the time there until it was 3 o'clock. Because at 3 o'clock, I had to go watch the Rosie O'Donnell show. So... I tell you, I was obsessed with talk shows up until 3 o'clock. I was never interested in like the more uh, risque ones like Jenny Jones or Richard Bay or Ricky Lake. Those seemed too trashy for someone with my superior taste. So, Oh, speaking of bad taste, daytime TV commercials are the worst. To this day. To this day! I hate the trade school commercials or the medical college commercials or car insurance commercials. They're always so boring. I remember there was like a, a Barbizon modeling school one that was pretty cool in the 80s because I could have been a child model. Anyway, uh, back then the commercials would also yell at you like, you need to get off the couch. You're being, you're unemployed and you're lazy. Go get, go get a college degree. And then you'd be like, wow, just chill. Anyway, I, I can't stand the stupid general now. He can go suck an egg. You know, for us, summer vacation or summer break wasn't just about watching cool stuff on TV. Um, it was also an introduction into living independently. So we made our own cereal in the morning and 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 we had, we like made our beds and whatever chores we had to do if any um, while watching TV. So we were learning time management from an early age and moms would leave us food in the microwave and so we would just heat it up whenever we wanted to eat lunch. We learned about safety in the home by not talking to strangers who came to the door or answering the phone correctly although one time I almost died I think um, because a robber broke into the house while my friend and I were were home during spring break um, I think I was a f freshman in high school I want to say um, yeah he got a bunch of my dad's tools from the shed in the back and he forced his way in. I think through a he broke a window or he might have broken the door. I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, anyway, he made his way inside, right? And eventually to the room, the room where my friend was and he was like sprawled on the floor like drawing something or something. So then when, when, when the robber saw my friend, because we were in high school, he got scared and he ran away. Uh, my friend then called uh, the police, and then the police came with loud yelling and the barking dogs. They were banging on the door so hard that, that uh, they woke me up. Because yes, I slept through all of this. So I just hear yelling, and I'm staggering to the door wondering, what the hell is going on? What in the world? And so there's a policeman on the other side of the door yelling at me, asking me if I live here. And I was like, what? Yeah. So they tell me to get out. And then they check the house. 
And once they made sure everything was fine, all the police guys were laughing at me because I slept through a break-in and robbery. Yeah, they ended up catching the guy a couple minutes later, walking a couple blocks down. Yeah, crazy. Anyway, we also learned how to meal prep uh, because mom would tell us to turn on the chicken on the stove at 3 o'clock or so. So it would start cooking before she got home from work. Or she would tell us to take meat out of the freezer. But sometimes, sometimes she would not call to remind us and we would forget. We, we, we don't talk about those times. My arm's hurting again. Uh, so I ask you again, how did you spend your summers? What did, what did you do? Because I used to think everyone else did different cool stuff during the summers, but I suspect that a lot of you out there have similar stories. Maybe not watching Sesame Street as much while you're in junior high and high school, but similar in other ways. Um... Let me know, because a couple of people that I've talked to also didn't really go on trips or do anything fancy because both parents were working. So I'm curious to know what other people did and if anyone actually ever went to camp, because I still haven't met anyone that's ever been to camp. Camp Krusty, Camp Nowhere. So let us know, on leave a review or on the Instagram at a.l.pod. That's a period, L period, pod. We're pretty active on that page. But yeah, let us know. Um, Yes, so that's our show. Thank you for listening to American Latin Nostalgia, episode 6, the summer show, recorded during summer. And now it's time for a random pop culture fact. So, the killer in Scream, his name is Billy Loomis, and his name is inspired by Dr. Samuel Loomis from... John Carpenter's 1978 Halloween. And then his name is inspired by Sam Loomis, the boyfriend of Marion Crane in Psycho. And Marion Crane is the lady that took the worst shower of her life. Once again, thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>